0: Hi there, welcome to the Isogo TV podcast from IsogoStrong.com. I am your host, Becky Hammond, and you and I gather here on this podcast to fixate on strength in our families and on our teams. Because when we start from assuming strength, we can make relationships easier. This is episode 112. In some way, your life today does not look like the life that you led just a few weeks ago. There's change. And stress and the sense of crisis all around us in a new way that few of us have ever experienced before. As a result, I'm taking a few episodes away from our scheduled series about the 34 Clifton strengths because we're going to talk about strengths in crisis. You know, because what I'm already hearing from leaders and families around me is. The reaction to this global crisis, it varies so greatly. I've heard heard a sense of hope and resilience, but then I've also heard that fear and overwhelm taking over. And in either reaction or both, which is often the case, we can help each other by pointing each other towards strength. We all have what it takes to thrive in crisis, even if every moment doesn't prove it. Today, we get to hear from a woman who has come to be known as an upbeat leader in the strengths and coaching movement, Rhonda Knight Boyle. In 2016, Rhonda made the decision to move her business into her house, which ended up being a move that set her up to feel a sense of thriving, even in this stressful time. She shares with us through the lens of her Clifton strengths, some of which she has relied on more and others, which she's allowing to take a back seat for now. So, Let's dive in with Rhonda Boyle, her signature pink hair and all. All right. Well, good morning or good afternoon or whatever it is where you are listening today. Today, I get the pleasure of speaking with Rhonda Boyle. Rhonda, welcome.
1: Hey, good to see you, Becky. Glad to be here.
0: Oh, I'm so glad. It's good to see you, too. With with all your pink accents, you know, your, your signature is coming strong, and I just love being able to see that in person. Well, sort of in person. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Uh, Well, we are talking uh, today, we're in the middle of a series called... Um, strengths in crisis, because this world, no matter what we know to be true or believe to be true about what's happening, this world is getting turned upside down. And we are certainly all living in a state of crisis, whatever that might look like for all our individual stories. Um, and so we are going to chat with you about that today and what it has looked like for you to lean into your strengths in crisis, to call up other strengths or use them in a different way. Um, and so, why don't you just kind of launch us off by giving us a little idea? Everyone, let get everyone uh, get to know you a little bit. What was your life like before this coronavirus mess? i would going to say mess. I'm sorry. Uh, coronavirus hit the world. This crisis. Uh, what did you do for work? What's your family like? And then you can just kind of take us into what has changed since your world has been disrupted by crisis. You
1: bet. So thank you for asking. So I think honestly, my personal work world and world hasn't changed that much Mm. because I've been home and had an online coaching business for years now, 2016, I made the decision to come home. So, you know, it's been some significant years. I've learned a few tools. And uh, what has actually changed for me the most really is my clients. Mm. So they, I am seeing their crises, you know, and how this uh, situation is impacting them, which of course does impact me. So I'm having fewer client calls than I was before, which I think is pretty common for uh you know where I'm at and so uh that has been significant but again you know for me to be sitting here in this chair you know I have my own online show a couple of them and you know so I have been able to really uh I think thrive uh, in the same you know by continuing doing what I was already doing yeah,
0: you kind so of like look you're looking depressing. back going, wow, I made this decision and look how it set me up for this time. Of course it's been working well for you even over the last 3 years and now all of a sudden, wow, maybe I have been working all the way up to here to be able to be one of the st- stable people um in this type of crisis.
1: Yeah, I think so. And uh you know, for me, I guess the thing that has changed is just being present. It's not really changed. It's just kind of altered where I'm at. It's trying to be present uh, in the moments and, and aware of where I am and what's going on and being Mm. present and available to other people who I can help no matter where they are, you know, whether they're in my ideal client, Mm. you know, network or whether it's just a mom you know, who's now homeschooling her kids. And a lot's changed about that for me. And But still, you know, it's being able to serve people no matter what.
0: Hmm. Hmm. Wow. Yeah. So then what kind of, uh, what would you say has been some of the additional stress that you have felt as the crisis has kind of continued to build?
1: Well, I think what I have seen for myself is how my talents, my natural giftedness Mm. has come into play. Like at the beginning, when this happened, I don't know, maybe late January, February, there was a lot of Mm -hmm. conflict Mm -hmm. around you know, is this real? Is this not, you know, how is this going to be stopped? Okay. Is it, it it was just, there was just so much uh, disinformation that I started seeing people really tank fast Mm. and I could feel them, (laughs) you know, I could see them in the way they were showing up on uh, social media and so forth. So we're talking about four to five weeks ago. So I stepped up with, you know, my my uh, positivity mm. to try to joke away. You know, I started uh, posting memes that were funny about the the <laughs> what was going on, and so that worked to to uplift me and to uplift other people. And so it would be fun because at night I would post something like "Post your favorite, you know, meme about the coronavirus today." And so pe- it was a way mm. for people to engage. So that's all mm. what I, has always been a gift for me to be able to use is to invite yeah. other people to engage, you know, cause I just want to play. I've got woo and communication. Yeah. I want to add positivity. So it's like, where's the party? I got to have a party and we're going to have a party now. So yeah. just Anyway,
0: the crisis, then very the quickly, of the pain, right? Like how do we help bring people out of that or make it lighter so that we can connect better so that we can continue to have an uplifted humanity instead of uh, where the spiral down that it seems like a lot of people are taking.
1: You bet, yeah. Well, so that was probably my positive. You know, I'm going to say that was my positivity and communication coming up. Like, oh, this is just going to be. Let's you know. And I do a lot of work at Mm. transformation coaching, so I'm helping people. You know, think inside of their imagination. Just imagine that virus Mm. flowing over. You know, I go into my little woo woo space, my connectedness, and (laughs) well, people weren't interested in doing any of that. They really wanted to look at it as a crisis and so Mm. that's when I started shifting in thinking about my ideal client and the crisis they were going into Mm. and so I started uh you know using my gifts to give their way them ways to cope you know how to how to uh change shift their view and so forth how to uh look above the crisis and so I did that for a little bit so you know we're talking a month ago and so as it has changed and the situation has changed and for lack of a better terminology or better way of putting it you know and I know that about what three weeks ago it took a dire turn Yes. yes in in everybody's perception (laughs) yes (laughs) suddenly we had suddenly we were taught we weren't talking about just people getting ill now we had a worldwide crisis and we had uh you know information just constantly bombarding that brought in brought forth a lot of fear Mm. and so for me i noticed a lot of disinformation Mm. you know like the one publication might say one thing in the morning and then later they published a completely contrasting article and so the truth became really hard for me to find Mm -hmm. yes and it was constantly changing so so i found that at least in a uh in a group way like a mass way uh it was it was not as easy to reach people,
0: Yeah,
1: you know, because they were having their individual crises, you know, and right. so they weren't interested in being positive and happy and looking right. at the future right now. Mm. So that's when I started, you know, that fear came in and then I started working with my, I have uh, the talent of input and I started mm. putting my nose to the grindstone into the books and the articles and reading, uh, you know, starting to, to, tap into back channels and places where I could get more information because I knew that what I was hearing didn't Mm. sound right you know for me it didn't and so that's when you know I started becoming a little more educated about what possibly could be go happening and then so that I could be feeling you know feel empowered to make decisions
0: for my family right right you know and I think that's where pretty much
1: most people are at
0: yeah. And you are a, an influencer by nature. You're an influencer in, um, certainly in the coaching and the strengths worlds. Um, and your circle is widening. Mm-hmm. And I think people look to you to see, you know, what's going on. What's Rhonda talking about? What are the things that are, that she's engaged in or the way that you're talking about <laughs> things? So certainly that ha- it gives you, um, a, a role of helping the, to be the face of what maybe community looks like in the future, what optimism looks, looks like in the future. Um, and so, you know, in some ways there's a a role and a responsibility there that it sounds like you were kind of trying to lean into.
1: Well, I certainly am trying to find my balance, (laughs) you know, (laughs) like everybody else. And the, you know, here's the one thing that I, I really believe that I would like to convey to anybody listening who may be, uh, you know coping your world's turned upside down mm. you know you can't quite see the future because you're so worried about the present yeah. and you know this is this is an opportunity really for us to examine mm. where we're at and what we actually want because i think yeah. uh, I, I believe anyway, I'll just say that it's my belief that there will be major changes coming from this. There will be some permanent things. Things are going to sure. change on, in, a, in permanent ways. We don't know yet what that's going to look like. It'll probably right. take a few years even for it to sure. all wash out. So the question is, we, you know, I think that many of us have recognized that we were caught in like that thing called busy.
0: Yeah. Yeah. That's so interesting. It's, I mean, you know, there is this, there's a stress element because it's a real element. I was just talking to a friend the other day that said that she is using her salary to pay her kids' salaries, basically to pay her kids' expenses because they have lost their jobs and she is trying to help them stay afloat. So there's some real, real stressors. These aren't made up Mm -hmm. stressors, right? But then it's, Mm -mm. it's also, you know, what, what does that, look like when we're trying to figure out what the new normal's going to look like how can we use our strengths or whatever other tools that we have to start to say okay what are the things that i want to hold on to from this period because there's also been some good things some real some benefits that you know i mean you've been seeing it everywhere it's like well at least i've i've gotten to spend some more, more time with my family than i have in years. You know, I, I talked to um, one person. And hopefully you it, like them. Yeah. yeah I think <laughs> Hopefully you found out, Oh, I actually like you better than I thought. Um, yeah, I mean, there's some sad right. cases there too, where you're not, um, mm-hmm. where people aren't, aren't finding out that they like each other better than they thought. Um, I, the busyness right. that you're talking about though, I feel like that is a common theme that people are finding like, Whoa, I always mm-hmm. knew that I needed to put this particular strength in check, or I needed to dial back on my schedule, but I didn't, I didn't do it. I didn't take, I did. I said, I thought I couldn't. And so I didn't. And now all of a sudden I'm forced to, and there are some things that we want to keep, you know, we want to keep that walk down to the dinner place with the family instead of just jumping in the car and driving there Mm -hmm. right away. Right. Um, and so, uh, you know, what, what is that one thing that we want to keep from this? I think those are some of the benefits that might come out of it. Um, but what, like you're saying, man, we Mm -hmm. are, there's going to be a new normal there. There's no way that it's going to go back to exactly how it was.
1: I so agree with you. And I also think that right now, probably one of the biggest things we can extend to ourselves is grace, Mm. (laughs) Mm. you know, like be at peace wherever you are. I, it doesn't Mm. matter where it is. Just stop what you're doing right now and breathe for a minute Because, you know, first of all, you don't breathe when you're stressed. (laughs) You know, that's a proven (laughs) fact biologically. (laughs) Yeah, so thinking about uh, what you want and then extending grace and and compassion towards yourself and others, Mm. I really think it's that, those are the things uh, now, you know, if you can consider that success if we could have defined success hmm. you know a month ago it would have been uh you know meeting your goals yeah. money making money success means things vacations the best car a new zip code uh, success means all of those things hmm. and i do think that if you can take a step back you realize it's none of that
0: yeah
1: those are the things that you can have that you're doing. Those are definitely things that you're doing so that you can have a life. You know, it's that mm-hmm. old adage of don't get so busy building a life that you forget to have a life, or something yeah. along those lines. I forget that you who missed said your that, life. Yeah, I think that's mm-hmm. where a lot of us have been.
0: Yeah. No, I think you're right. There's there's definitely um, the the opportunity to be thinking about how have I built my life and do I like it like that. Uh, is it what I really want it to be? And I know there's some people that are just itching to get back to what they were doing um, because they haven't been able to do it. But I, mm-hmm. but in everyone's life worldwide, this is a pivot point, no matter. So depends on what we decide to do with it. Um, it is how the next uh, is going to project the next part of our own lives for sure. Yes, and I think that if you get
1: stuck looking at what 's wrong what 's not working i 'm mm. worried about the bank account and how i 'm going to pay the this and i 'm worried about the food and i don 't know what about the kids and the school and the if you stay there, then you 're not preparing for the future in order to prepare for the future you get you you can look there to springboard into what you want, but you need to be focusing on what you want instead of
0: what you don't want more of. Right, right, for sure. Now, you've mentioned uh, a few of your strengths. Mm -hmm. Why don't you just give everybody um, a, a list out of what are your top five or actually maybe what are your most important strengths to you right now of your dominant strengths?
1: So right now, the talents that I see really w- operating most powerful, powerfully mm-hmm. in me are the, my uh, input, because I'm doing a lot of research, mm-hmm. my adaptability. It's kind of interesting because these are not my top These are actually six, seven, and eight. My positivity, you know, my hope for a future that there's, there is a future that's better than what we have right now Mm. and better than what we had before. My adaptability, just because I'm bending and flexing and just kind of going with the flow and, and really, again, being, uh, extending grace and charity to myself for not, you know, there are things I quote should be doing. Guess what? I don't want to do them. Yeah, I, You know, I just don't want to do them. And mm-hmm. so that's okay. I'm going to think about that a little bit longer. There's a reason I don't want to do them. Yeah. There's a reason. So uh, it, there's an uncertainty somewhere and I'm okay just to kind of chill you know with my adaptability and then positivity again so uh communication is always you know i never shut up becky (laughs) (laughs) i've never so i'll tell you which talents (laughs) (laughs) well i'll tell you the talent that i have just about the and this is not the first time this has happened and so i fully recognize it a talent that i've kind of turned off if you will or dialed down would be my woo Interesting. Tell me about that. You know, my woo is, well, it's just, I'm not out I'm out and about among people a lot. Mm. I am so, among people here behind the scenes. And I love that. Right? Woo generally loves a crowd. Yeah. And you know, with Maximizer, and, I want it to be a big crowd. <laughs> yeah. And actually, so yeah. that yeah, woo.
0: Totally. I've I've spoken with several other people who have woo that, um, are having a harder time. You know, they're saying, well, I certainly don't get to have that need met right now. You know, the the need to have social variability, to have that bigger, the better kind of crowd. Um, do you, uh, wh- what have you done with that? How, how have you, you know, you said you just dialed it down. How do, you, how do you do that and still feel like you? Well,
1: I I am doing it, I just don't do it in person. Okay. Like I do it online in chat rooms. Uh, My communication Mm. actually is uh, that my communication is never separated from my woo. Yeah. You know, they, they work together in the, uh, I, that's how other than with my husband, you know, where I might go, you know, (laughs) and wink at at him. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. In order to woo, we have to convey You know, I mean, I can wiggle my eyebrows at it, but I usually only wiggle my eyebrows (laughs) if you know what I'm saying. So, you know, woo is, is starved for the energy. Yeah, of right. other human connections. So it is difficult. And so what I understand and for me is that I can create the energy of friendship mm. and camaraderie and community online. Mm. And so that's what I do.
0: And I mm. I do woo online. Right. Yes. Well, and you, you have practice. I think some people with woo who are in this situation don't have practice in that regard. They don't have virtual woo practice right uh, so instead they're feeling right. like, man, I can't even now I have to go out with a mask and I can't even connect you know I can't even connect to people with my face um you know I have a good friend who just feels like cooped up and she she feels almost like she's shriveling because of it and uh you know mm-hmm. the ability to to woo others online isn't something that people are really used to. No,
1: it, it is, it does take practice and I have years and years. I mean, I've been in Mm -hmm. old chat rooms for I I don't even, I'd be embarrassed. You probably weren't born, you know? (laughs) So it's, well, you know what I'm saying? It is, I do have a lot of practice and I'm a writer. So I write constantly and don't even record it. It's just me yapping all the time. So really what happens in my head often comes out through my fingers. Hmm. And again, it's because Hmm. of practice.
0: It really, it really is practice. Yeah, yeah. Now switching gears a little bit, you know, we've gotten to see kind of how it feels like some of your even your less your dominant strengths, but not in your top five have kind of come up to the surface for you and have been working a little bit more while you've had to dial some of the others down. Have you seen an instance where a strength of yours has hindered you in some way where your talent wasn't really acting like a strength and you felt frustrated by it at all during this crisis? Well, let me think about that for a minute because Your I'm idea, an activator yeah. and we don't ever make,
1: I mean, we're making mistakes as fast as we can. And so, uh, you know, like which one do you want? The ones I made last week or <laughs> yesterday? Or, like five minutes ago. or maybe an hour like, ago, yeah.
0: you know, because yeah, so that's how we think really. That. Yeah. My husband's a, an activator and maybe I'm not supposed to share all this, but he just, just the other day, he was just like, man, I think that my life is built on one failure to the next. And I don't think people would ever see him that way, but yet he is an activator and just kinda goes for it. And in a way that I never would, because I would be like, oh, I'm not prepared, I can't do it, I won't go, you know? Um, But yet, look. I mean, look where he is today. He's doing amazing things that he wants to be doing that he's dreamed of, uh, but all built on the back of one kind of misstep to the next in some ways. (laughs)
1: well the good news about uh activator is we're not afraid to take chances so and and we have very short memories of our mistakes very Mm -hmm. short memories in fact we'd appreciate it if you would
0: not bring them up (laughs) (laughs) and others too though i think that's where the beauty of that comes like you have very short memories of other people's mistakes too you just want to okay let's fix it and move on and then we can really move past that past that relationally. Um, whereas others tend to kind of perseverate on the mistakes of ourselves or the mistakes of others too.
1: Yeah, it's absolutely true. So, you know, uh, that's why I'm, I would really have trouble quantifying. Mm. I just would, I can't even, I can't even think of a talent that has failed me because Mm. of that activator, (laughs) because I don't see failure. Yeah. Like I don't really, truly, activators do not have the same sense of failure than, say, someone high in responsibility. Hmm. Hmm. You know, That's like we're yeah. like, so what? It didn't work. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, what? So I was what? wrong. I had a lady. I had a lady in a chat box recent chat chat room recently. She was objecting over something that I said because I I that was wasn't proof like proof in, uh, double blind study about something. And I'm like, do you need proof to know that that's a possibility? Like, Hmm. (laughs) you know, and I'm okay with being wrong. Well, that's ridiculous that you're good. You, that you would be okay with being wrong. (laughs) How else do we, how else do we move forward? You see, Hmm. talking about it in, in right or wrong, talking about mistakes as failure, Hmm. it doesn't,
0: we don't, that it just like doesn't go anywhere. <laughs> hmm. So, what would you tell another activator who is living in this world that we're living in, and you know, has other people around them that are kind of paralyzed by fear or paralyzed by real life circumstances that are happening to them? Uh, as you know, if you're you're now talking to another activator, how would you help them see what's beyond their own lens?
1: So, activators very often see opportunity even for others so we see our own opportunities but we also see opportunities for other people so what an activator can do is listen to the story and then see uh, look for opportunities that they may have missed Hmm. so that we can share those of course you know I have ideation is my number one talent (laughs) and so you're going to get a whole bunch of them and they may not even be right and see I'm okay with being wrong (laughs) they're to to me, they're, they're just ideas and I, and, and if you don't like them, then hang on a minute, you know, cause I'll have about a dozen more if you ask me a question.
0: So <laughs> well, it's really learning go. how to
1: work with, <laughs> yeah, it, it is a matter of learning how to work with, uh, people's independent talents and to get the best out of them, isn't it?
0: Yeah, no, absolutely is. And and I think that's one of the things that we're kind of discovering or uncovering or just seeing in a new way, because it's not, it's not anything that's new, right, to understand that our strengths are different and our lenses of the world are different and that makes us do things differently or see things differently. But in crisis, it feels like all of that is elevated. Like somehow the magnifying glass on our lens is like, you know, and we are just like going at it um, in, um, in I mean, in kind of in fight or flight mode, right? Where we're just saying, okay, these are the things that I'm good at. So I'm going to do them. I'm going to do more of them, or it's going to overwhelm me, or I'm going to realize I can't do any of it. and So now I'm going to feel defeated or deflated. Um, and so that's one of the things that we've been seeing in this Series is, you know, all of us have different reactions to crisis based on who we are through mm-hmm. our strengths. Um, and based on how we've set our lives up, as you're demonstrating as well. Um, and so it's going to affect us in different ways. And that each of us, because of the way we're wired, might have a different way that we can help the people that are around us. Um, and, you know, that's mm-hmm. that's what we're kind of learning. And, and uh, as we're interviewing people here, just realizing yeah, like one interview is going to relate more, resonate more with somebody over another, because we all have a different set of strengths that we're, that we're navigating this crisis with. Um, And it's not going to look the same for everyone. Mm -hmm. And going back to your point, you know, we need to uh, extend ourselves grace to say, this is where I'm at. Just because Rhonda seems like she's, you know, doing fine and, (laughs) and all, and other strengths are kind of coming to the surface and, no that doesn't mean that I have to feel bad for you know not feeling like I'm doing fine or to feel a different weight about the whole situation. Um, definitely it, it we all have our unique spots and our unique perspectives.
1: We do, and I think that there's freedom in recognizing that. All of us are just trying to do the best that we can right now. And if we can really just remember that always, you know, and to extend that compassion and grace and mercy to other people, then it will be given to us, you know, I, I, at least that's my, that's just the way I operate.
0: So what what we send out, will come back, right?
1: (laughs) That's right. Yeah.
0: So as we're kind of wrapping up here, uh, do you have any encouragement or advice for somebody? Um, You know, maybe this is something that's just kind of connecting in my mind. Um, There was another person that I was talking to that said that she, um, you know, has this adaptability talent. And she's like, I kind of almost feel guilty that this isn't really bothering me right? Like in a world where everyone's saying, this is, this is horrible. This is traumatic. Like everything, this isn't really bothering me. In fact, I'm kind of thriving in this. Um, What encouragement or advice would you have for someone who kind of sounds like how the perspective that you're coming from as well, which is, you know, yes, I see what's happening here, but I'm, I'm doing okay. I'm able to kind of thrive through leaning into my strengths. Do you have any encouragement or advice for a person who might be coming from that perspective?
1: Well, I would say, first of all, be very grateful (laughs) that Mm -hmm. you have that perspective because there are a lot who do not. Yes. And again, remember adaptability and other talents, you know, tend to be able to change easily, quickly, uh, without a lot of conflict. Like they don't internalize the conflict. They're like, oh, we're just going in a different way. And they move like that, which is amazing. And other people aren't... Able to move that quickly, you know, so that's where they've got to be compassionate to others who can't, but Mm. to also constantly be sharing the other ways that are possible because that's Mm. what people can't see that you do. Wow, you see the way to flow, so help them see the way they can flow Mm. because you're gonna see it probably before they will.
0: Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yep. Yes. Well, thank you. Thanks for chatting today. Is there anything else that you are just kind of hoping or dying to tell people about strengths and crisis?
1: (laughs) No, just, you know, really pay attention. That's what I would say. Mm -hmm. But now's a really good time to see now that everything you've been kind of like all of us have been knocked off. It's this is in my world, we would call this a huge pattern interrupt. (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> like we were all on this pattern yeah. of busyness and then all of a sudden, uh, all of that's been disrupted, completely yeah. disrupted. So this is the opportunity to really observe what was working before yeah, and what was not working before, hmm. because you're going to have an opportunity now to give up some of that, that was not working and make the changes that you want as you move forward, that's where I think, you know, we, we're going to have a new world, so to speak, because it's not, there's no way that we're going to be able to go back to what we were before. So what do we want to create next? Yeah. Harmony, safety, connection, authenticity, integrity, uh, charity and generosity, aren't these things Mm -hmm. we want to create in our world? So how can we start looking at those things instead of the chaos and the mess that, you know, don't, don't go there.
0: (laughs) (laughs) That's right. And we've kind of had a global pause where like you're saying a pattern interrupt. Where there's been, it's not just in your own life, which traumatic life events can do, but on an international scale, which in some ways uh, is horrendous. In some ways, maybe, connectedness in me says we look back and say this was a gift for a pivot of humanity. Um, And each of us can be a part of that by just saying what, what was working, what wasn't, and what do we want this world to be. That's very true, Rhonda. Thank you for sharing that. I love that. Yeah, thank you. All right, well, uh, that just about does it, I think. So thanks for being on today and look forward to chatting again real soon. You bet, my joy. Thanks, Becky. A pattern interrupter. That is exactly what we have all, globally even, found ourselves in the middle of, isn't it? Much of what we knew to be consistent and true have been shaken. But as Rhonda shares, that doesn't mean that our lives need to be shaken too. In fact, This just might be an opportunity to course correct and take life into the direction that you never could have imagined pre-virus. Rhonda Boyle is an active contributor in the Facebook strengths and coaching world. She hosts several live shows and is always taking clients at rhondaboyle.com. She's a spunky, encouraging, virtual friend, and you'll feel lighter just by connecting with her. You can find her at a couple places. She has a Facebook group called Be The Very Best You, and you'll find links to that group and her website in the show notes on the Isogo blog. In the coming episodes, we will continue to hear from some amazing business owners, healthcare leaders, other coaches, friends, as they share their perspective and their stories about living through strengths in crisis. Since the goal of this series is actually to help each other, let's connect more. Over on Instagram, we can share how strengths have showed up in crisis. So direct message me with your story or your idea. On Instagram, you can find me at isogostrong and I would love to connect with you and swap stories there. Also, if you're new to strengths or maybe you're just getting spun up on what your top five is all about and you're curious about what it might look like to feel more thriving, even in a global craze. I'd love to help give you a jump start as your virtual coach. It's super easy to start, and since you're here today, I'd love to give you $5 off. It's the Strengths Startup Virtual Coach Kickstarter, which makes it for total under 20 bucks. In this email coaching series for me, you'll get insights into your talents and strengths, as well as some action that you can take to make relationships easier around you, in stress and beyond. If you go over to isogostrong.com slash strengthstartup, you can check it out. Use the code virtualcoach5 for $5 off. That's it, virtualcoach5 for $5 off. I'd be honored to get a chance to get to know you. You and your strengths have the power to make a ripple effect in your family and on your team, and ultimately across the entire world. We can feel that now more than ever. The world needs your strengths. So learn them, love them, and live them in your own circles of influence. Until next time on Isogo TV.